You are now tuned into the Fusebox Radio Broadcast with DJ Fusion and John Judah. Syndicated worldwide to bring real, real black radio back <laughs> to the masses. All right, everybody, one, two, one, two, what's going on? You're now in tune to another session of the Syndicated Worldwide Fusebox Radio Broadcast. Weekly bringing you a slice of what we call 21st century black radio to the masses, which is a mix of old and new school music from the black diaspora, hip-hop, soul, funk, jazz, reggae, and a lot more, as well as news commentary and sometimes interviews. On the mix of commentary in, you got myself, DJ Fusion. On the side, you got my bro doing the same, I I will have introduced himself. Indeed, yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for... Thank you for that, dear Fusion. Uh, Big shout out to the whole We Are Wild World, of course, back all Black Hawk, Asar Ross. Deep love greetings to all. Yes, indeedy, of course, your man Shabaka Stone, of course, here again, rolling. And of course, Fusebox Radio broadcast to the world, much love, peace, and, you know, wisdom. Of course, of course, about to get on down. With the funky sounds, and uh, of course, DJ Fusion is around. So, what's about to bound there, Fuso? Doing pretty good, doing pretty good. Glad to bring another radio show to the masses and the folks. Been doing it up since '98 on your FM dialing that radio station podcast or website. So, yep, ready to move onward and upward. Got a lot of new joints, some of which were from digging over at the old vinyl store. Some of which are through the wonderful folks who submit music to us via the email and SoundCloud and other waves old MP3s from mainstream and independent folks. So that's cool. And um, we've got a lot of commentary to touch base on. So we're going to definitely get into that. Um, shout out to our listeners who've been down with us from the beginning. Shout out to those who are new for listening to the show. We deeply appreciate you. And for those who are new, I'm just going to do a real quick breakdown about how we um, go ahead and do the show. At the beginning, we do, you know, <clears throat> our breakdown, what's up to everybody, um, various commentary and our um, promotional spills, like upcoming shows, how to check us out, etc., etc. And then during the other part of the show, it's both myself and the Black Hawk getting to some musical mixes of goodies. So let's go ahead and um, get into this first portion of the show and keep rocking it. You can always go ahead and check out what's going on the Fusebox Radio family via our official website, FuseboxRadioOnline.com. That's F-U-S-E-B-O-X, sorry, D-I-O-O-N-L-I-N-E.com. If you like doing the social network thing, we're on the majority of the major social networks. Um, some are a bit more active than others. Um, you can go to whichever that site is, slash Fusebox Radio. So, for example, Twitter.com slash Fusebox Radio. Um, myspace.com slash fusebox radio foursquare.com slash fusebox radio so forth and so on if you go to facebook.com slash fusebox radio you will go to uh, my um, personal page which is fine y'all can join it if you want to and everything if you want to go to the fusebox radio broadcast um, like page that is facebook.com slash fusebox radio show which is just one um, straight word hit that thumbs up button all that type of stuff really helps us out and for those folks who want to check out all the wonderful people who help us spread and carry the Fusebox Radio vibe to the masses each week, you can go to our official blog page, blackradioattack.com, still going under 
a few renovations and whatnot. You can go to the link that says Fusebox Radio Affiliates, click on there, you find out all the um, wonderful media outlets that bring us on board. So besides checking out our radio show, you can check out all the wonderful content offerings they have as well. And if you happen to miss the Fusebox Radio broadcast for whatever reason in full via our various affiliates, we are subscribable via podcast um, through the folks at Podomatic. Shout out to them, podomatic.com. Um, our official Podomatic page is fuseboxradio.podomatic.com. You can also subscribe to us via your favorite music, RSS feeder, or streamer of choice. So if you like iTunes, you can get us via iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher Radio, and Podbay FM. The list goes on and on and on and on and on. And if you'd like, I can't remember any of this website information, just type in Fusebox Radio Broadcast on your favorite search engine of choice. It will pop right DJ on up. Kid all these sites that have ratings, if you really dig what we're doing, please give us a high rating. We deeply appreciate all those that y'all do and whatnot. And of course, shout out to our folks on the written and the things. The music release has been kind of slow, hence why there hasn't been a whole lot of input from me at the beginning of the year. But it's that time of year for music releases in the next few weeks. Um, shout out to Playadil, Playadil.com, and Ohelnaw, OHMblog.com for having us be a part of their music and cultural writing staff for the past few years. Definitely appreciate that. And um, let me see here. It's, it's going to get real hectic real soon for the Fusebox Radio crew, but in a good way. On the events end, um, real quick, we're going to list like one or two joints. Some other things got to keep a little on the on the low, on the hush, not a surprise if you want to keep putting people on the head too tight like that. Um, the first Friday of March from 6 to 9 p.m., um, the Feedback Radio fan will be over at Hillier Art Space in Washington, D.C. Um, DJing for their first Friday's um, event where they have a whole bunch of new artists coming in and new ways of uh, exhibitions and stuff. So we'll be providing music for that, so that'll definitely be a cool thing to do. Um, the following Friday in Washington, D.C. area, over at Navy Memorial um, Building on Friday, March 8th, um, from 545 to 645, I'll be um, DJing the short set in between the various film screenings and whatnot from the D.C. Independent Film Festival. You can go to dciff-nd.org for more information about all the great films documentaries, um, fiction otherwise that will be showing. And later on that evening, um, at 7 p.m., there's going to be a screening of the pretty new documentary, Corporate FM. And that's going to be an interesting take on how corporate radio has both destroyed and strengthened um, the music industry, particularly for indie music artists. I'll be speaking on a panel directly after the screening of about that hour-long documentary with a whole bunch of other cool folks. So one way or the other, if you can happen to make it through there, it'd be cool to check folks out and say hey, and all of that good stuff. And let me see here. Yeah, we got a few things that are pretty big that are going to be jumping off in April, but we're just closing up some stuff. And when we have folks on the head, we'll let you know. But things are getting good and they're for us on the live news again. Of course, um, for, by the time this radio show gets um, broadcast, um, some other events from um, DC Rap, um, the DCRap.com, will be done over at 1920 
BC and Live Nightclub. Deeply appreciate all those folks for having us down. We're highlighting some genuine good talent. And I had to say genuine good talent because we, we know how things go. We're going to be perfectly honest with some of these folks. That is definitely what we did. And yeah, I think that's about it at the moment. So let's go ahead and get into some commentary and stuff. First and foremost, I'm actually going to hand off the mic on the commentary in real quick because I want to get um, a Sarah's feedback on um, what happened with the um, Christopher Dorner case over in California. Well, I haven't gotten all the information as far as, like, the ending of the situation. Uh, but, I mean, I think um, from what I gather in the sense of uh, just the vibe I get when I see him and I guess from the little bit that I do know is that he seems like uh, a personality that had the belief that everything was really all good. And, you know, because he was military before this. So I think he had a hope and a dream of something that something was, was supposed to be the way it was. Just the type of smile he had. You know, I was like, uh, like cheating real hard in some of them photos. And I think that's cool. But it's some of the vibe that I'm getting from it. It's like an energy I'm getting from it. And, 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 just from the, and of course, with what I, little bit that I know about him, you know what I'm saying, is most, most blacks that go through those ranks of military through the police, um, I would say are some of, could be some of the more royal, you know, royal, at least to the state black folks that there are. So, I think somewhere down the line, something clicked where it was like, you know, he got let down, and he and he got happened to him, and what happened to a lot of people, particularly African Americans, uh, that you know, you know, they they didn't they don't want to necessarily fall on the side of, of people who, who highlight the bad things. I mean, the actual fact, bad things. Mm-hmm. But but you know, they 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 don't they don't want that in to impede their impede slow their growth or their or, or make stagnant you know their action and I remember people telling me that when I was coming up you know but I guess the benefit that you know I don't know I don't know how DP was into it you know mm-hmm. was he Mason was, was he Mason was he signified five part of such Greek I mean how deep does this, this one go you know what I'm saying? In the sense of believing something that is what it ain't. But, and so he just snapped. And, 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 and you know, because, you know, he, he got, this was four years ago he got fired. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it just was like, you know, whatever, whatever. And I think at the end of the day, where he, um, um, I believe that homeboy, those that they were dirtbags and, 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 and behave like like they were the, you know like you know like they behave they behave badly he, he should not have 
put his life in a situation where they can control it like that because you're not going to beat them in the realm of guns and, and, and you know, especially in an armed conflict which way ended in, you know, you know, and, 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 and they already knew that, you know, he, he killed people he was going to run, so it's like, you know, it, there was really no, and, and how he did it, there was really no way that he was going to win that, and, 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 and also particularly, you know, him by himself, you know, in, in an armed way. So, at the end of the day, it's like, he lost, because, it's like, it's like, bro, I mean, you were, you, I mean, I understand that the breaking point of like, well, I thought it was this and da 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 and you get let down. There's a lot of African Americans who feel that, but they don't necessarily take it out and go around killing yeah. A lot of people don't like what I said, but, you know, you know, one of the reasons why African Americans have been killed and, and, and experimented upon and because, you know, like, like, like black people on the planet is because that represents the guy's strength and something within the genetic makeup. I mean, how they going to use Henrietta Lack, Henrietta Lack, uh, to, you know, in, 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 in doing experiments, you know, since the 50s. And 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 and, 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 and they don't use some you know blind hit blue eyes on them because see that represents something that is very deep you know what I'm saying but um, but yeah but back to homeboy though you know I, I just feel bad because you know that happens to that happens to a, 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 a lot of us you know African Americans but they don't go down that road you know what I'm saying and um, which shows me really how deep he probably was in that he snapped to that degree. Because he probably was the same person who would have told somebody like me, well, you're not going to be able to, I've even heard it before, well, you're not going to be able to, you know, uh, beat them in the armed conflict, da 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 As if that was what it was all, about, all, all that it was about. As opposed to just, you know, you having an arm, uh, you know, a uh, weapon for self-defense only. You know, or, you know, hunting or self-defense only. You know. But, um, you know, so, you know, I just think, um, you know, unfortunately, it just got to the far end extreme and, you know, innocent people started dying. And, um, you know, it's like when you got fired, just take it up legally and then do it that way. Because there are forces at work that are not, that are not, we can't see in the three-dimensional, we can't physically see, that, 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 that are attached to people to do, you know, just like the Christians may say, the Muslims may say, you know, even people who weren't in Christians or Muslims believe that there were things outside the realm of the naked eye that attached themselves to human beings that work in a certain way. And they got in, you know, and of course they're working in the LAPD. You know, LAPD been having problems for decades, so, you know, people call us the Mexican dance actors, particularly African-Americans, you know. Um, but, you know, so that, that's a historical thing. But, you know, that's just, I guess, one in their ranks, you know. We need to go show you that there's other blacks within their ranks that are probably going through stuff. You know what I'm saying? You know, because, you know, but I guess that's all, all around the country or whatever. So, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a, for sure that's happening in New York. But, you know, but, uh, you know, unfortunately, he just took the wrong turn. He took the wrong turn for probably joining up with the LAPD. And that was number one. And then, um, no, excuse me. The, the, the wrong term, excuse me, the wrong term was believing 
and everything was all good, you know, uh, um, about about his, his, his place, you know, as a black man in America, you know. Number two was him doing LAPD, and then number three was, you know, not not going about it in a legal fashion to try to uh, at least get some type of um, uh, something of what happened to uh, uh, you know him losing his job, and you know. Uh, not you know you know not to be you know long-winded but you know that was you know that's basically you know uh, what I feel and you know um, you know unfortunately this won't be looked at to use uh, to, to unfortunately I hope this won't be looked at to use another reason to you know to take away or uh, 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 people you know gun rights but that's mm-hmm. what I say no doubt no doubt definitely appreciate um that viewpoint on there. Um, you said a lot that I was going to detail, so the main angle I'm going to talk about really quickly on the Christopher Dorner situation, since on the last show when things developing, I touched base on this, is that during the period where he ended up being pulled up in the cabin and they said that, you know, they got him and everything, um, what was interesting to me was because we're in a 24-hour news cycle, well, I think almost everywhere now, but particularly in the States, it just see, seemed funny to me to see that the storyline just was really in flux in terms of how this man is supposed to be portrayed. Obviously, the second you step out of bounds, even if you're in what you call a state of war, and you start killing people who ain't do anything but exist, you're going to have a problem and you're going to mess up whatever message you're trying to spread, which in his case was that the LAPD's corrupt and I tried to expose that and whatever, whatever. But... I think it was MSNBC or CNN I was watching. They were talking about that he had a persecution complex. And in my viewpoint, I thought that was weird because beforehand, nobody ever talked about that Christopher Dorner had a persecution complex. And we got to think about the context in which all of this stuff happened. He had a black guy talking about the authorities is messed up, so that's a persecution complex. And this is from a guy who worked on the inside, so you had to look at things like, you worked on the inside and you were like, things are jacked up. To the point where, you know, some folks call various law enforcement, especially those that are crooked, another gang in blue. And for whatever reason, he got into, well, first the military and then the LAPD. And he, I think, had some naivety thinking it was going to be all good joining the LAPD with their long history of messing with cats in Zuzu era. That when he was like, wait a second. You know, all this clean-cut American way type of stuff ain't going down in the police department I'm dealing with. I need to report to somebody, and I'm going to report it to Eternal Affairs. And getting fired and having those demons attack him from the inside led to this point. But that was supposed to be a persecution complex because he decided he wanted to report something that was wrong. And again, nobody excuses murder and rampages and all that stuff. But we also had to look at the fact that right now, nobody's mentioned that the LAPD were so crazy to get this man that three innocent people were shot because they just drove a similar vehicle than he did. When you trying to get over a six foot tall, over 200 something pound black dude, you shot two Asian women and a, and a white dude. That meant you weren't trying to capture somebody. That meant you were trying to kill somebody. Bottom freaking line. And... We, and maybe this will come out later on, but besides whatever he was battling, something had to have happened 
for people to snap where it's like, you know, I'm trying to apply for another gig, do other stuff that, you know, it might have been more than, oh, he just got fired. It was like almost, it almost felt like to me from reading his manifesto that like, people were trying to destroy his life for not staying within the bounds. And unfortunately, he went above the bounds of sanity and did what he did. And, you know, now they're saying that he was burned up in the cabin when, oh, all of a sudden a tear gas grenade, which I've seen tear gas grenades be fired before. Most of them joints don't cause fires. But anyway, they have to burn up the entire joint. It's like, hmm, this stuff is kind of weird. It's a little weird. Now it seems like folks are trying to sweep under the rug all the stuff that he put out there in detail about what happened when I was just his case, but with the LAPD in general. Kirko. It's the type of thing that, you know, makes you think. I don't think Christopher Dorner is a revolutionary. I think he was just another confused dude that had some good points, but he went about the wrong way doing what he had to do. And now he's dead and other people who, as I said, this existed, died. So we just got to look at things in that way, because I think the extreme of, well, he was fighting he was fighting against the man. He was the man for a long period of time. You know what I mean? And even if you want to look at revolution in terms of, well, you got to strike back in the way other fo- other folks strike back. You know, mistaken you went above attacking, let's say, the people who he wanted to get the revenge of to clear his name. And, you know, you're just shooting a cat because they related to somebody who, who they even do nothing in law enforcement. You crossed the line, homie. You, you messed it up. But that's just how that is. So, you know, I just think on multiple levels that joint is a tragedy. Um, just got this news across the um, <coughs> Fusebox radio desk. Um, rest in peace to actor Lou Myers. Um, I know a lot of my generation knew him as Mr. Gaines in the sitcom A Different World. No doubt, no doubt, rest in peace. No doubt, no doubt. He passed away at the age of 77 over at the Charleston Medical Center in um, West Virginia after he um, fell into a coma. And, um, yeah, he, he was in a whole lot of jokes, especially, like, if y'all look into, like, them 70s exploitation films. No he was a side character um, in a whole um, lot of them joints, and he pretty much acted just until about the end. In various um, sitcoms and um, other things, but definitely rest in peace to him. Oh, God. Important man, important entertainer. In is. Let me see, what else do we have here? Um, yeah, but I gotta pardon me a little bit. The technology is a tad bit on the slow and draggy side in the Foodbox Radio Studios. Um,. Let me see here. Oh, shout out to the Library of Congress. They're trying to go ahead and save a lot of various um, old recordings through the National Recording Preservation Act, which has established a national recording registry for the purpose of maintaining and preserving sound recordings that are culturally, historically, and aesthetically significant. And one one interesting thing that's going um, through that is that you got a lot of different formats they're trying to save and put into different... um, well, I guess more up-to-date formats. That includes everything from presidential speeches to um, jazz recordings and a whole bunch of other things. So we're talking about wax cylinders to 78s to even things like cassettes and um, CDs because all that type of stuff, you know, kind of going away by the wind besides preserving the original recordings and um, things and stuff. So 
it's definitely interesting. They said that unfortunately, you know, before some of these acts have passed, a lot of stuff has kind of started, you know, wearing away slowly, whether it's just the natural age, <coughs> excuse me, or, you know, there's some negligence here and there. So, you know, hopefully all of these um, historical sounds and videos and things can last and carry on for future generations. And what not? Um, let me see here. Um, crazy story via our legal system. Um, I'm sure some folks have seen the movie Lincoln. It's up for, you know, Oscars and everything pretty soon. Um, there was a person who viewed Lincoln in the state of Mississippi, and they were just going through some legal documents. And they found out that the state never ratified the 13th Amendment. So basically, Mississippi never put forth in the official way what they, they said it was a mistake or whatever. And, you know, 13th Amendment, you know, pretty much fancy. And one of the folks who um, don't know about the, um, some of our folks will proceed. So over 150 years later, due to a person who viewed the movie and just happened to be, you know, one of these type of um, political wonky guys, found this out, brought it up to um, the Mississippi... Congress, state Congress, and um, finally got that done. In a way, I'm not surprised because that state still has issues with black people. Yeah, I thought that was bugged out. So, shouts out to Dr. Ron Jed Boxer for bringing that up after he saw the movie, started doing some internet research and looking around um, to things. But yeah, I, I thought that was bugged out right there. Like, oh, what is going to happen to forget that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Unfortunately, my cynical side says, sure, guy. Whatever. Unfortunately for me, this is Captain Obvious news, but it still makes me kind of sad to have to read this off. Um, there was a study by the U.S. Citizen Commission, which um, pretty much confirmed what I think a lot of people think. Prison sentences of black men are nearly 20% longer than those of white men for similar crimes in recent years. It's always been like that. You know. It's like, it's like, it's like, like you had black men locked up for killing white men, but you wouldn't have really white men locked up for killing black men. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean before, before, recent, before, you know, the, uh, the, uh, the 1990s, I mean, it was like that in the 90s, but it was much more like that before then. No doubt, no doubt. And that actually brings on an interesting note. It says that the racial gap, according to the study, widened since the Supreme Court restored um, judicial discretion and sentencing. Pretty much the judge could decide more and have more leeway to the how to sentence somebody. Instead of strict guidelines in terms of um, how to um, sentence folks. Now, of course, because this is the official United States Sentencing Commission, they were trying not to say, you know, all blatantly that it's racism, but to me it's like, duh. <laughs> you know, what What else is there? What One race have to get a longer sentence than another, even though they could commit the same exact crime. Like, is that the race card? Or is there no cars at all? 
Might be a marked card. Like some, some folks, you know, be playing that game of poker, like, why are you always getting them aces? Again, sadly, Captain Obvious news, but still, I still thought that would have been about that to take some mention. And whatnot in today's um, telling. Oh! <coughs> another um, story that rolled by the um, Fusebox Radio News Desk for my hip hop heads, um, especially those who um, came up around, I guess, what would be known more as the third wave of hip hop. Um, Tim Dog passed away. No doubt. And whatnot. Uh, the Bronx rapper is most known for um, his song F Compton. And one, of course, I had to, you know, edit that because it's a radio friendly show and what have you. And um, his album Penicillin on Wax. He also rolled with Ultra Magnetic. In the later years, you know, he got into some troubles and issues and things. Most notably, I think about a year or two ago, he was on a date one NBC special. Because he was like ripping off some people or whatever. I'm sure people can find it on YouTube. It's it's bugged out. But I think the thing with Tim Dog, regardless of whether you necessarily care for his discography or not, is that song came during a very pivotal time, especially in mainstream hip hop, when you were starting to get those beginning bubbles of what some will call the East Coast West Coast rivalry and whatnot, and. Tim Dog was one of those dudes, if you just listen to most of his music, he just was one of those dudes who just kind of didn't give a damn. Period. He would just say whatever the hell he wanted to say. And for me personally, the um, F. Compton video is still one of the most hilarious hip-hop disc videos of all time. It's at least in the top ten. I mean, my man said, you know, Said, you know, y'all fighting over colors. I'm, I'm at paraphrasing right now. Y'all fighting over colors. That beef for dumb mother. Back then, you got folks who scared to say anything. Now he was mad, blatant about it when they were on the rise with certain kinds of West Coast gangster, quote unquote gangster hip hop, and what have you. And he had some line to that joint. I'm saying that that was a funny joint to me, and whatnot. About why are you talking about easy to the dude a beep <laughs> all this other type of thing, it, it was bugged out. But yeah, man, rest in peace to him. He had a long battle with diabetes and uh, passed away at the age of 46. Definitely a sad surprise to you, story that came across with that. Also, speaking of another um, <coughs> surprise, um, sad hip hop news story that came across our best shout out to um, Davey D of Hip Hop and Politics. Um, some folks might have been wondering whatever happened to Saphir. Um, he had his solo career, Roller Digital Underground and whatnot. Um, he's been very sick for the past few years. He had an accident back in the day, he ended up damaging his back, which had him to the point where he's in a wheelchair right now. And on top of that, um, he wasn't taking care of himself in terms of what he was eating, ingesting and stuff like he has diabetes. Um, supposedly, um, and this is information that comes from Shock G, so I'm taking it with from the guy who rolled that dude forever in a day that this is some solid business right here and whatnot and um you know he had some various drug issues and there was a few things that stuck out to me particularly not just with the drug issues he was just like kind of slipping for a minute 
but they had a joke where they said that Sophia said he ain't eat no vegetables or anything that was kind of good for over 10 years. Now, I know folks younger to older who have diabetes, you're going to jack yourself up if you do something like that. If you're a black person and you're like that and you're at peace with that, be at peace with what happens as a result of you not doing it. That's all it is. It's like, you know, don't be mad. That was your doing. You know, we're not going to be cold enough to, to people. But, nah, it's like 10 years. No, it doesn't work like that. You have to go all court to break 10. He ain't getting nothing back. It doesn't work like that. That type of thing is compounded on whatever other health issues that you make. And maybe because I've just seen some extremes in the past years of my personal life with various folks. It's it's real, you know what I'm saying? As um, I saw Ross said, you necessarily had to be like, I'm just going to keep the berries the rest of my life, but you better balance your stuff out. This is real crucial, critical. You know what I'm saying? Um, let's see here. We'll stay on the hip-hop trend for a minute, then we'll get into a few more stories and wrap it up. Um, interesting read by the folks over at the Pittsburgh City Paper. Um, I, don't, I think we might have mentioned it very briefly. Um, Lord Finesse settled with Mac Miller in regards to, um, excuse me, uh, Mac Miller's, um, KIDS mixtape, which had, um, a song that used one of Mac, that used one of, um, pardon me, Lord Finesse's beats. And whatnot. Now, what's making this type of situation interesting is we have a lot of independent MCs who are out now who are gaining more fame via the mixtape scene, especially with the realm of the internet and free downloads and other types of stuff. And some of these cats actually start getting more attention and getting fame via the mixtapes. Now, at some events, some cats sell, you know, hard copies of these mixtapes and whatnot. But the mixtape has always been a gray area with hip-hop. Could it keep your name in the streets and sometimes put out stuff that you can't necessarily release officially because of sample clearance issues and other types of stuff. But what's going to happen when you might just have somebody who just gets mad one day? Because let's face it, some of these court, court cases are going to be when somebody gets mad. And they see some young blood getting fame off of something or whatever else. Or somebody might have been disrespectful or rhymed over their joint. And it's going to be just all kinds of court cases flying about where something could just be settled when people could just talk or whatever else. Or it could stifle what may be one of the few last realms of a cat being able to do them in the realm of hip-hop. It doesn't mean that every new MC has to rhyme off of somebody's old joint. But when we get into... You know, sample clearance issues and other types of stuff. That's supposed to be, to me, the rum you got to worry about when you put out an official release, not a mixtape. To be perfectly honest, a lot of cats ain't going to have no buzz if they don't make a mixtape, old school or new school. And um, keep things up. But as I said, I think a lot of stuff is a communications thing, too. I think with Mac Miller and them, especially when Mac Miller started blowing up, somebody should just reached out like, yo, people are really liking this joint. I've been rhyming off that's on one of your, you know, older beats that you know some heads are doing. A diehard head might not know about. You know, let me break off some. Let's let's break off some. Whether it's through this mixtape, whether it's through working together in the future, whatever, whatever. Or some of these cats who get people to replay the same damn beat, but just with a quote-unquote different producer or whatever. Which to me, I find that to be corny. One thing is for sure, 
is that cats right now who are in their 20s, and, um, for everybody who's below 50, um, is, is everybody who's below 50 is in some ways, um, um, they, they, they have almost an advantage or a, a knowledge base that the cat that's kind of like the first generation of cats who was doing this stuff didn't have. Mm-hmm. And that they, 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 there was a catalog of the best hip hop. Traditional, especially the way it was, and, 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 and the, the famous stuff, the famous underground stuff, they had a catalog of that stuff. So, Orphan well, maybe maybe wasn't as big as some other cats, but there was a catalog of great stuff that those cats were doing that maybe, you know, outside of certain circles you wouldn't even heard, you know. And especially since it's outside of certain circles, people almost get this thing as like, well, them some cats might not know that if I'm doing this or if I'm jacking the seat or whatever. But this, a lot of these cats don't realize they're standing on the shoulders of giants. You know, cats don't really want to accept that. And not only do they not want to accept these kind of giants, but, you know, accept them as being, you know, viable and real, you know, artistic expressions at a later time in their life. You know, as if it's the five wings of when they got on. You know, angels didn't think that way. And, you know, everything great spun from ideas that did, you know, that, 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 that thought that, you know, that, you know, things will stay great. You know, it's you that chooses to view them as not being that way, or not being relevant. You know, or i.e., I can jack the beat, or like, um, mm-hmm. like what's his name, um, uh, like the, um, uh, uh, Wala, not, not, not Wala, what's the other kid, Rupe Fiasco. Yeah, yeah. The rock See, that's the same thing. See what I'm saying? So, if Royal Finesse wouldn't have done something, that might not, that might, that, that might have triggered something that I would have said, okay, we can destroy Jackson cats and don't even acknowledge them. You know, almost do the same thing. You know, like slave plantation thing. Well, you know, I can kind of like, I can use you, but not necessarily view you as being really, you know, on my level. You know, mm. you know what I'm saying? So it's just, it's, 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 it's kind of weird. And, you know, that they, you know, that, 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 that would happen to a black elders. You know, and and, 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 and and the way the energy is in this earth, black elders really, they're not really, they're elders in the sense of maybe because they came before, but they're not elders in the sense of like being old, you know, you know, um, so, you know, it, or, or just, you know, it, it doesn't really work that way. But anyway, you know, I, 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 I noticed that trend and that's kind of unfortunate that people would, 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 would want to take it there on certain cats like that or... You know, definitely go there, go into those vaults. I definitely believe that. That kind of continues it on. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, hip-hop has always had the aspect of being able to take other people's music. And also, what a lot of people don't know is that hip-hop didn't always, wasn't always based on fans. When I hear the hip-hop, hip-hop is like, well, ain't that obvious? But guys who are not always into it don't realize that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you know, you know, Curtis Blow had a band on his first um, project. That was all our band doing, you know, original music. And as a matter of fact, Curry also was doing Fat Boys stuff. stuff. That was all uh, original music, no sample. Fat Boys were taking it to the 80s, you know, close to the mid 80s. You know what I'm saying? So, the most of Run DMC's early stuff wasn't sample. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, 
know, you know, uh, you got folks like Stetsasonic and all that. doing other people's music over again, you know what I'm saying, which was, the, which was something that actually began in the 1950s, but, you know what I'm saying, um, and producing it for mass consumption. Uh, but, yeah, so, you know, it, it, it's all good, though, you know, I mean, it, what's all good is all finesse you know, because even though that people, people don't also accept the fact that, okay, they sampled it, but see, it's their arrangement, though. You know, it's like Pete's doing. Castro is the record's been digging since I was before I was a teenager. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, you know. I came up in an artistic family, so I was always into that. But you know, um, if you listen to that original joint, it's not a dance joint. You know, and I think there's two versions. There's one by um, I think Tom Scott is the one that uh, there's a Tom Scott version, and then there's a. Um, uh, I forgot the rock group that did another version, but it was a jazz version in the one that Pink Rock did. Now, when you hear the original, it's not dancing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So the arrangement that was done was something different. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, it, it added something where it was dancing, and, you know, and so people get paid for arrangement. You know? So, you know, he didn't sample the original joint. He sampled the joint that had Pete drum kicks in it and horn arrangements. You know, so, you know, obviously, you know, he could have basically, you know, these cats are already making money. They can make his phone calls. Hey, my, my people, we want to, you know, da 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 and do it, they do it that way. But they didn't do it that You know, they wanted to take a, a, a hype arrangement because they know that that was the, that, 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 you know, they might not be able to do anything that was going to sound better with that same loop. No doubt. And I think that's a big thing that's happening right now with all of this type of stuff is that it's a it's a respect disconnect and it's a generational disconnect. It shouldn't take too much to be like, yo, I'm really digging this and I like it to be on my mid-table if you know it's going to blow like that. Some people don't know when things are going to blow like that. But you also can't be one of these catching the younger generation to be like, oh, all, all old school stuff is crap, including sayings or whatever. But you're using all of that type of stuff for you to get ahead. It's ridiculous. It's a ridiculous type of thing that to me just leads to cultural genocide. Of music or what I truth be told. It would be like games are talking about jazz as whack. You know what I'm saying? It would be like Diddy talking about God. I hate seventies R and B. Back when Big came out, you know what I'm saying? That like it makes no kind of sense. You can't have cats right now who are talking about all this old school stuff is garbage, but they're gonna grab the first new that people are familiar with because of a cat who recorded something in the eighties, nineties, and maybe even early two thousands. And none of them try to act like it's brand new. Everything builds upon something else, and. Hip hop cats at times don't understand that if that particular knowledge is carried on to other people, the art form's gonna destroy itself and the culture's gonna destroy itself before anything by the quote unquote man's gonna do it. Or whatever. Bottom line. It's like I was watching, um, really deep, I was watching the Grammys about a week or so ago. And, you know, it's, it's, it's the Grammys. You're only gonna see so many high performances and whatnot. But there's a certain reverence almost when some folks look at rock and roll and country and things like that. That hip hop cats barely give to themselves when they get to a big level. 
and that's bugged out like you'll have some cats where it's like i definitely respect the things they do i listen to all different kinds of music i respect all different kinds of music but you'll have some cats where i'm like this old geriatric cat is barely doing anything on stage right now but folks would like stand up and cheer for them but it'll be like the old school black cat up there or whatever you have like younger school black cats won't even try to acknowledge that cat and that's not by that's that's that that's that's not a surprise and i really feel that that's by design it's i believe like, so as well you know you know i remember not to cut you off fusion but when uh that thing when uh frank beverly maze was on stage for us and i think it was for the beat uh it was a award for frankie beverly maze and they had got uh joe and um tyrese to kind of you know do some hot stuff on stage with them mm-hmm. um i just look at the crowd when he was up there and and, and also there was um a couple other people up there. Uh, um, and I just noticed the, the crowd passed to the, the audience, and there are some just jokers aren't even moving. Word. It's like cats have a vibe, and they're not moving. You know, there'll be young cats moving, there'll be older cats moving. It'll be like that old, young, kind of like, you know, uh, born, you know, or, you know, born, you know, uh, uh, um, die, rebirth thing, old and young there. You know, it's just kind of this, this you know, this, this, it's a continuum, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Then that joker's in there, who just ain't even moving. And I know this is mostly younger dudes. You know what I'm saying? Younger meaning um, below 40 or below 30. You know what I'm saying? You know, and, and I'm like, you know, it, it, I just thought that was interesting. You know, it's like, it's like, dude, you, I'm pretty sure your mother, your grandmother, your uncle was, was listening to records. You know what I'm saying? Well, listen to them records. You was in the car with them and that music was playing. Mm-hmm. So, you know what I'm saying? But it's like almost because this older cat's not even to acknowledge them. And people don't realize that that's a sickness that only hurts those people who have that interest. It's one thing if you don't like it, but some of that old 70s and 80s kind of stuff, you can't get a ton on that. That's, that's, that's like gospel. Where, in a sense, the, the intention was to touch you in a certain way. And, and, and R&B music did a lot to heal the soul for black people in America as much as gospel did. That's the truth. Some people kind of tell the sense like, you know, Earth on the Fire, where they did, you know, uh, traditional, well, they did the traditional R&B, they did a, their form of R&B. And, you know, and it was uh, dancey, you know, uh, ballads, and they, you know, were, they were, they were, you know, sucking knowledge uh, stuff, you know, through, in a creative way, you know. You know, and that was two things for, you know, for people. You know, and, and you know, but I don't know. That's just how, you know, my people were more like blues because I heard a lot of blues coming up. You know, I don't know if that affected whatever, whatever, but, you know, you know, it just was in me. I can't say, you know, some people got in there like that. They got in there like that. What can you say? Weird, weird thing because you'll even have cats all the backgrounds sweat those rocket podcast moments. You look at them, they built their careers off of whether it's through sampling or replaying or just their influence in the past that led to the current musical artists that are here today. But there's also a lot of people in this day and age all who are just eager to just say, like, y'all want me to ditch that out this and be giving me some money. I won't respect this type of thing, give that much type of problem. I'm like, get some money, and I feel like I'm getting shot. Because there's always going to be a generational disconnect between people. But I think with the music world, because we're going to be perfectly honest, certain things change because of how people were able to make money from, let's say, the 50s and 70s, or let's say late 70s to the late 70s to the present time. 
there's some old school cats who are hating on young school cats because of that, which is also unfair. But disrespect on both sides are going to allow nobody to work. Nothing works that way. And, you know, heads need to realize, you know, that type of thing is more more. When I saw the Grammy, like, Prince just presented an award, and people, like, lost their minds. Just because the impact that dude had, you know what I'm saying? And they even had the cat who um, won the award. He's like, yo, I just got an award for him. Damn. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I feel the exact same way, but there's probably some cats who do army and other who wouldn't do the same. And I'm like, that's weird to me. That's weird. And also, just on the of those Grammys, for every time y'all do these tribute joints, please actually have more than one or two songs for the cat you do the tribute for. So the Bob Marley tribute, you had some talented cats, but that was pitiful. That was pitiful. Y'all literally just switched just one love and some other joints. And then, you know, I like Sting. I respect Bruno Mars. You know, Wally was up there and all that. But so y'all can only do one straight up Bob Marley song while you interlooping all these other joints that's supposed to have quote unquote influence. Get the F out of here. That's real weak. And I tell people that they should check out that Bob Marley documentary that recently came out. No doubt. I was already a Bob fan before them. But he gave me, it's peered into me that he had, certain, he had certain parts of his personality that were kind of extreme and overblown. But he had certain aspects to him that were soft as the earth. That, no doubt. That we got, in other words, there are very few men. That if we take the, the if we, we take the fact, if we take the, um, the harem aspect of it, you know, because not all women... Um, nobody, no man wants their daughter to be in a harem situation. No man wants their daughter to be in that. Bob had a harem running. But if we take that out, and it's hard really to do that, but, uh, but if I take that out, you know, then you see, like, see, that other aspect of him was, like, very few men on this planet are like that. You know what I'm saying? He, you know, and that's the aspect of him that I admire, you know, and it wants to emulate, you know. And it's not really emulating Bob or that or um, whatever. That's just an aspect that has to do with spirit. That has to do with innate spirituality, not like reading a book to become spiritual. He was that bio spiritual makeup. Individuals born with the born with that aspect to have that uh, part of their uh, biological system to be able to connect with the unknown and um, great spirits in that way. Not everybody is born with that. Some people have to acquire that. Some people have to have outside things or have laws to keep them in check. Some people are born with that. And Bob was a joker who had that had that aspect of him born in him. Not all people have that. I've met some jokers like well, mm-hmm. Michael Jackson had kind of like that aspect. You know, Bob was a little bit more hardcore though. You know, you know. But um, but they, but there's very similar aspects though a very pure essence to them that was um you know uh, um you know that, that was it's hard to put many different words on it was just a pure aspect of that and I think people watch that Bob was another type of dude I mean it, you know he was a regular dude but his good his good if you take what he did maybe in the sense of how he acts with women and compare other dudes who do that then you compare his good. And how his vibe was, his spirit was, and his intention was, you know, then you, he, 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 Bob stands over most jokers that have come that, that, that in, in our lifetime. 
No so doubt. Just that alone. He stands as a mojo. No yeah. doubt. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And also, Rita Marley and, and, and Rita, you know, you know, God bless her. You know, you know, she she does it a lot, and still, you know, was keeping it together. But you know, big up to them and everybody that you know is big enough. No doubt. Um, I guess for me, when I saw the tribute, like all the stuff that you mentioned, like I think when he's put out in the mainstream, it's always very surface Bob Marley. No doubt. Like, oh, here the dude who smokes a lot of weed. Yeah, he smoked weed, but you know, he was off married and it happened for a particular reason. Or, yes, it's just all, you know, almost sunshiny Jamaica tropical island commercial peace and love. It's like, I know y'all didn't do get up stand up, y'all did one love. Y'all ain't do Exodus. Y'all did one love, you know what I'm saying? And um, on and on and on. But um, yeah, that's that's a Grammy Trinity to stop. Either to do a straight up tribute or almost not do anything. Because for real, I was so annoyed because honestly, the Grammys were kind of boring this year. Like, okay, they're gonna do a Bob tribute. You know, they got some folks that have talent on different ends. I, like I said, I dig Sting, I dig Bruno Mars, and these other folks. This this could be kind of cool, but it was like, yeah. man, hmm. <laughs> well, okay. I, I should have got myself a soda, pop some popcorn in the microwave. Damn. But um, oh, shout out to everybody who won um, Grammys who have their um, line of genuine talent. I know music is subjective, but there were some very good wins on the um, R&B end of things. And I'm um, rocking the things and I'm um, jazzing the things. I think um, Esmeralda Spalding won an award. Um, my man who did um, um, the Black Radio. Um, God, why is his name speaking my brain right now? Um, we played a lot of um, that um, album this past year. Um, and a whole bunch of various folks. And, oh, who, for whoever decided that Drake was supposed to win Best Hip Hop Album of the Year, I, I hope y'all's ripoff money was good. And I don't hate Drake. But Take Care was essentially an R&B pop album. And it won over Nas, The Roots, and, uh, well, I didn't care for Lupe Fiasco. I'm like, Lupe Fiasco. I'm like, that album won? Okay there, buddies. Whatever, whatever. Yeah, that's the Grammys. The Grammys have always been speculative. I've, been, I've observed the Grammys ever since they started acknowledging hip hop. And there was a time when they didn't acknowledge it, which means that they, they can't be a, an authority of this house, especially they didn't acknowledge it during its glory days. No doubt. They didn't acknowledge it the glory days because it didn't be as much money as it, it's paying now. You know, um, as, as much money or whatever. So, therefore, they're not an authority. That's not saying that he didn't, you know, bust his behind and put out uh, what he thought was a good project. No doubt, no and, doubt. You know what I'm saying? But I'm just saying, I'm just saying for, for me, that's from my perspective, that, and that, you know, however though, you know, the Grammys, you know, that, that, that's where, uh, you know, the collective comes together. It's not just black entertainment, but the collective comes together. And they, in, in other words, what was the collective one here? What is being pumped on the radio? Um, uh, uh, you know, because you know, I'll be at work and you hear songs on the radio. So it'll be like, you know, you'll hear a certain song that'll be played, you know, okay, I heard that like last hour. You know, but then, you know, me being in the broadcast and getting all these MP3s, I'm like, there's so much songs that ain't played. But that's a whole other conversation that's just about how a lot of songs that ain't getting played. But, you know, it's just what you're saying. No, 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 it's, it's more or less about them pushing a certain artist to be whatever, whatever. 
you know, yeah. and, um, you know, yeah, uh, you know, and you know, and and and, and, and any comments about you know being the creator of something when it was already going on before you? I don't know. I, I, I think that adds to the you know the confusion that the radio, uh, that the radio and the record company are promoting, which which has never really been the the, 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 the pure you know uh, the pure stuff and the idea that. Money means that it's the mo- you're making the most money means you're the best. That's never been like that in hip hop. Never has that been like that in hip hop. When Run DMC was popping, it wasn't like that then. It's never been like that. No doubt. Then. So when people say that, that's a delusion. Those are delusions of grandeur, and that uh, that's not saying that they're not doing quality stuff and they're not working hard. But you know, it's not like that. It's so and, and, and it's sad. And, and it's sad when individuals promote that idea. No doubt, and you know, you brought up her point. Usually, with the Grammys, with anybody, not just hip hop, it usually tends to be the folks who sell the most during the period of the year who win the award. Every once in a while, you'd be there like, "Wow, they chose whatever, whatever." But you know, I'm not surprised that it. You know, I'm I'm in my early 30s; it doesn't really shake me too tough. But that was one of the few George I was like, "Wow!" But you know, to each their own, and you know, everybody puts in work, and it's hard to put out a creative work. So, you know, everybody who won as a whole, you know, good for you. I hope you put out some more good work because as a DJ and as a fan, I just want good music. I don't give a damn where it comes from. So whatever, whatever. Oh, real quick note. Also, shouts out to um, Lecrae. We played a few tracks from his Gravity album. He won for Best Gospel Album of the Year. So Young Brother on the Hip Hop been won. Go down. And whatnot. And I thought that was um, a pretty cool look. So congrats to him. That was a pleasant surprise. To um, see that go down, uh, whether you're into quote unquote spiritual music or whatever else or not, um, I just thought the crazy album was a cool album. That's just how I roll. So good for him. You know what I'm saying? And you know, maybe for folks who are in the older to newer generation to use that type of music to tie folks to spirituality and stuff, um, maybe maybe you can help out more. That's all I can say um, about that joint. And um, let me see, I'm just going to mention one more quick story because we have had a chance to go back and forth on this type of thing for a while. Um, I'm sure folks heard about the meteorite that slandered the central Russia. Um, crazy biz. Um, said over a thousand people got injured due to when the meteorite hit um, glass breaking and all that type of stuff. And uh, people getting cuts and bruises and um, things. And there's some real crazy video just joined zooming through and, you know, hitting the ground in the sky and stuff. Um, meteors don't happen too often <coughs> in recent history. But um, I just think that's one of those things you got to look at, you You never know what's going to happen on, on this earth and um, on this planet. A lot of stuff ends up passing us by. But even when what they say is equivalent of like a small rock hits those, you know, thousands of miles per hour and hit some things, you know, it's just real, you know what I mean? So I'm glad nobody got killed by that, but whether you believe in, um, whether you believe in climate change or whatever you want to call your, um, higher deity or science or whatever else, man, for real, you just don't know, so keep on your toes and, you know, respect nature at large. That's the lesson I got from all this. No, no, no. There's always stuff flying around out there. You know what I'm saying? And some they can protect, some they can't protect. You know, uh, luckily, you know, I mean, luckily, but, you know, thank God. Uh, not, 
No doubt. Definitely so, definitely so. And, you know, they say when that joint struck, like, it had, like, what, when they, like, measure that type of thing, like, what some would look at as, like, a big, you know, uh, I guess a, a lower type of nuclear bomb, I suppose, like, what the, uh, what would they call that joint? Um, when they have the impact, I guess the, um, yeah, exactly, the, son- the sonic waves and, the, you know, the shock waves and the boom of that. So, you know, for, I mean, it's not cool to get cut up and stuff, but when, and when that at most happened, that sounds like a sign to me. So, you know, just something I wanted to bring up. But yeah, man, we touched base on a lot of good stuff, a lot of cool topics, and we'll have plenty more time um, goes by. And yeah, we got some new and old joints to go ahead and rock it out and get into. We got about another week of Black History Month 2013 before we get into March, and then next thing we'll be springtime, and then we'll be in the month of April, which is the Fusebox Radio Broadcast official 15th year anniversary month. No doubt, no doubt. Shows a ornery black American teenager that's really, really smart, which probably scares the hell out of somebody. Makes some other folks happy. But you know, it's all good. No, no doubt, no doubt. And whatnot. And yeah, let's get ready to go ahead and get into the tunes. Our playlists are always chosen just by us, literally two-person operation and whatnot. Not polluted by payola or nonsense or whatever have you. All different types of subject matter. We want to make sure you get your head nodded and your feet tapping. And um, all of that good stuff. And yeah, we um, rock as, you know, those who did the best of black radio back in the day. Rock, we do our job integrity pride at the same time you know like we said we want you to have some fun too you know what i'm saying we do the commentary part because like any other average person who rocks and rolls in the earth you know we got our opinions on various things you don't gotta love and agree with anything that we say but if it makes you um think a little bit and sparks your mind we did our job and we did it properly so right now we're gonna go ahead and get into the music so you can groove properly for the next few hours this is the syndicated fuse box radio broadcast I'm getting ready to rock and roll with y'all, touch y'all soul. And yep, this is DJ Fusion rolling out. This is Didi rocking at all costs. DJ Fusion, Black Hawk. I'm Saul Rock about to sign off. Shabaka Stone about to let them know. Of course, DJ Fusion rocking with me. All the Fusion about to the old show. With much intensity, seeds of the eternity. Dropping you, dropping, dropping now for you, for all the ladies and gentlemen in this whole world, you see. Yes, indeed, Fuse Box Radio, we love you. Aight? Praise the Sabrah. Amen. You're now listening to Fuse Box Radio with DJ Fuse.
a G. My lyrics are affected, ballistic, mystic, gifted, lifted, scripted, worn, tearing, twisted. What is it? I know you ask this question time and time again. I'll leave you guessing that if I can or can't become a wizard, then I think the answer's clear. I'm a champion in rapping business when I make sense. Using verb pronouns with past adjectives. Using the background to sound good and make my rhymes compound. Cause I'm a trendsetter and I'm quite clever. A fighter, I'll never let be better. Even for a measure, cause I'm pure to Listening to Fusebox Radio. Boning in the mirror 
with my Cubans on. Let bygones be bygones, no more games. Hope all the chicken heads go up and flat. We in the brand new mansion with the lake in back. You got it all figured out, mommy. I like that. Collect chips, got his and her whips. The waste a quarter mil on clothes are sick. But you're worth it, play girl. It's real in the field. Say what you want, but keep your lips sealed. Something like a phenomenon. 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 listening to Fusebox Radio with DJ Fusion. Uh, since 9-5, mama been working 9-5, and I know the landlord fed up with our lives, so we pray to the guys, the jobs, and the our lives, to keep us safe and watch our lives, cause all we trying to do is do good, Put on my hood when I walk through hoods Cause these, these days it's local You get it in your vocals If you ain't a local Yeah, that's why I'm trying to go global Yeah, that's why I'm trying to be a mogul I'm hopeful that me spitting this sofa What have me in the daily postal Flying coastal, eating tofu Like I told you, I know Trash rapping, worry about the trending fashions rather than the sending passion. They want me send them chats, but I just send them laughing. Right after I start laughing, they start asking what happened. But back to the chapter. Mama told me follow dreams, you never have to ask her to. So that's what I do, became an MC master. Since then it's been a disaster for you. Any favorite rapper, go ahead, ask him. Who is Joey Bad? Watching grass, asthma. Damn it's so sad. He pulls the chats up, cause he know he rather back up. Then to admit the kid is hotter than that. You gotta give credit where it's due Cause you ain't gon' like the karma when it set up on you It can get you and your medical up in the decimal So get you two to three for residue finding your retinue uh. And they told me not to be so complex Number down to accomplish articles and complex And the sauce, Alfredo of course Yeah I go again, stepping out of line, running of course I heard reports that it's like sexual intercourse With your thoughts when I talk about the shoes in which I walk For it is not false, nor false That this kid from the north Speaks with force support to reinforce the sauce I'm sure by now, you can assume he never lost Unless it was some form of divorce Or a corpse, born boss, no days off Child labor, let me see those in favor to spin that back like tornadoes Yeah What, what rap audience ain't ready for is a real person You know what I want to say, I'm real I'm coming out, I'm 100% real I ain't compromising nothing 
Anybody that talk about me got problems. You know what I'm saying? It's gonna be straight up like if I was a street person. That's how I'm coming at the whole world. And I'm being real about it. And I'm gonna grow with my music. Yeah. But it's far from over. We'll stop till I meet Hover. And my mama's in the rover. Till I'm an owner of the world's finest motors. I blow like supernovas in your daughter's room on the poster. Known as history's biggest musical composer. No disrespect to Bob Mark. But yeah, another stoner. Marijuana, my older. And when I get older, hope my spermatozoa for my totem intercepts and ovum. Like three times, have three kids. I hope me and my wife can show them not to make the same mistakes. You know that we did. All the acknowledge the knowledge. Cause yeah, they gon' need it. Cause when my parents try to tell me, I just wouldn't receive it. Couldn't believe it. Till I saw it with my own pupils. Feel bad when I learned that their vice was truly useful. No, it only made us as human beings more mutual. Even though over time my punishments they grew more crucial. So you doing brutal, cause my parents mad strict. Hope one day I'll attract the likes of even Mad Lib. Go go the mad shit to hear my songs mastered. Until then, all I can do is imagine. We do the bomb chills. We do the bomb chills. Do the wrong functions. We got the functions up inside the clubs. Nightly, we do it tightly. We got the functions, yeah. The bomb bomb chills, yeah. We got the bomb chills, yeah. Who can make a million fans off of 
contract A backpack and pop star with a skater pass Girls love it when I sing, but I love to rap They got their eyes on this money like they wear a patch I don't tell them that I'm broke, what's the fun in that? We at college playing shows, getting a ton of ass Dudes say I make songs for the culo Girls ask me what the hell they mad at you for Same reason they was mad at Menudo I get girls and rap nerds watch Naruto These girls are pretty fast, no kissing Still can Magic Johnson if you only get some clicking Music's a dream, no pension Hearts back to working here with no pension What's up now? Hey, little Diddy, what's up now? Hey, what's up now? Hey, little Diddy, what's up now? Yeah, a million friends ain't living in my home, but I'm making me a million and I'm paying what I owe. What's up now? Hey, little Diddy, what's up now? To make a difference, hey if you want, long as you listen Flow coded in convenience store refreshments Head of my class so I'm beating on a freshman I use money but I am not the next man I track it to this metal like I'm trying to kill an X-Man Emo lyrics are feeding off depression Caused by the last decade of recession School loans are starting to be upset So I just quit school, now I'm starting to get rich Or that trying, turn into a giant Here to add value to this music that I'm buying What's up now? Songs that I don't care about Not concerned with your past or your whereabouts Used to never claim that I rap So I'ma try it out Flow something new, beats borrowed And I can guarantee a million fans follow And now cast with rage against machines Transform art to slave for companies Homeboy green been paving out a dream Since I hang from trees and scrape my dungarees You can't change the world from writing songs But I have civil rights because of a microphone And though a million ain't fitting in my home Give me a million and I'm paying what I owe. What's up now? Check this out. This is Chuck the Public Enemy. You're now listening to Fusebox Radio with DJ Fusion. Harder than you think. The DeLuca's press Tony's remaining into 12 vinyl records. One for each member of the family. But little did they know. 
Listening to Fusebox Radio with DJ Fusion.
trying to be cleaner than a whistle Nimble like a dimple Cause I'm clashing like a titan I was crashing like a symbol My process, it was once so simple Now Lord, I need a sign Maybe even a symbol to keep me beating On that unbeaten path that I was bent to That would be so instrumental Check my beats per minute Keep me on tempo Wanna be a Lambo, don't wanna be a limbo I told my mama about a talent show down the road and how I formed a group called Deuce and No. She sighed, she said, boy, don't you know you getting old? I replied, if don't you know I'm cold? This is for my cousin living life behind the wall And for all who think the writing's on the wall This is for my homie Mike Kim And everybody who hold me down like him Yeah To do this so they remember the truest to comprehend it and do it while independent. Most people are condescending, like, how you gonna be a rapper? How old do you? You know it's true. You just come off as ratchet. Yeah, we made it happen. Neighbors say it's a racket. We strumming bass from matter space. Yeah, we making a landing. Said it couldn't be done. We did it and made a pamphlet. So don't ask me where I'm from. Just listen, you can imagine putting Williams on the map while Jersey's still on my back. Nigerian blood is intact and DC is where I'm at. So many ways to read me. You see me and think I match. A stereotypical path that it's easy to do the math it's when it adds up it's plush it's silk touch with skills i pay the bills i live with more than enough uh, double clutch it seems it's never enough i'm haunted by my demons my past never gives up overstayed my welcome 16 wasn't enough to let you download my soul and play it back in the cut so i'll give you four more to your sore and sick of us enterprise architects who rap is ridiculous actually four more bars needed to finish up really don't need a reason they clearly eating it up a Flex a week was crazy to make it up. Ninety four goes sleep on Sundays waiting for us.
You are now listening to Fusebox Radio. U.S. imperialism never runs out of tricks to play on Haiti. The latest project of the U.S. overseers who overthrew Haiti's democratically elected government in 2004 is prison building. The new penitentiaries will be constructed under the auspices of none other than the Narcotics Affairs section of the U.S. Embassy in Haiti. U.S. narcs care so deeply for the Haitian people, they're building them two prisons, one for men and one for women. The top U.S. narcotics agent at the embassy says America's concern is humanitarian. The men's prison will replace the penitentiary that was destroyed in the coup sponsored by the United States in 2004. So it would be fair to say that Washington owes Haiti that prison. The lack of prison space and other public safety infrastructure means Haiti's incarcerated population, which is somewhere between two and 3,000, is held in some of the worst conditions in the world and for a very long time. The U.S. Embassy says it wants to reduce overcrowding, disease, and violence in Haiti's prisons to bring them up to international standards. The United States itself has never paid much attention to international standards when it comes to prisons. It locks far more people up for far longer periods of time than any other developed country. On any given day, 50,000 to 80,000 U.S. prison inmates are held in solitary confinement, some of them for decades at a stretch a form of torture according to most international standards. Violence in U.S. prisons is endemic, especially rape. Through its sheer size alone, encompassing one out of every four prison inmates on the planet, the U.S. prison gulag contains the greatest concentrations of prison evils in the world. The U.S. serves as an example of how not to treat prisoners and how not to treat black people who are far more likely to wind up in U.S. prisons at some point in their lives. But the United States somehow thinks it has something to teach black people in Haiti about prisons. The U.S. claims it wants to move Haitian inmates more quickly through the system. It has not done very well here at home. On any given day, more than 735,000 inmates crowd local U.S. jails, 60% of whom cannot make bail. Most remain economic prisoners for at least 50 days. Rather than provide the Haitian government with money to construct the two prisons, the U.S. is making all the arrangements itself and will spend between 5 and $10 million. That is consistent with American and European behavior since the occupation of Haiti. They deny the Haitian government funds for even the most basic functions of the state, law, and order. Having overthrown the legitimate government of President Jean Bertrand Aristide and virtually outlawed his political party, the occupiers withhold from the government that they installed the means to claim even the most elemental legitimacy. The Americans and their allies' mission is to maintain Haiti as a failed state, one that can neither protect nor punish those accused of crime, 
nor pay the judges, police, and jailers that are fundamental to any notion of government. Anything resembling the rule of law in Haiti must be seen as a gift of the U.S. Embassy, a gift of prisons from the greatest international lawbreaker of all, the United States. For Black Agenda Radio, I'm Glenn Ford. On the web, go to blackagendareport.com. You are now, are now, are now tuned in to the Fuse Box Radio Broadcast with DJ Fusion and John Judah. You're as good as they say you are. Syndicated worldwide to bring real black radio back to the masses.
now listening to Fusebox Radio with DJ Fusion.
listening to Fusebox Radio.
to Fuse Box Radio with DJ Fusion. Here am I sleepwalking in the light With my eyes closed with all my mind What am I seeking? Will I fail?
Sing fuse box radio. Ignition sequence start.
heartbeat started pounding. Walked on the set while she got dressing. Wings on her outfit. On her outfit. Janet, why you doing this to me? At the time, I couldn't believe we both were starring in this movie. You in my video? You know I loved it. I spent 2.4 million on a budget. On my jewelry flooded. See how that kid was on? First rap album you ever featured on. And I was weak in the Lord. Despite the things we said, my first words to Hype Williams is I can't believe this dream. You shot a solo scene. I tried to make mine better, but I love when we shot together. And we rubbed up on each other. But I'm a little jealous, Tip. Your tongue went in her mouth. And that poetic justice movie, from what I can account, you know what we be about. We be about. Anytime, huh? Anytime, huh? Any place, baby, any place, baby. Now, now, you know, at that, at the time, I was really, I, I really had my crush on Shorty, man. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Yeah, you know I, mean? I was in love with Shorty since she was Penny and all that on Good Times and shit. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Hey, yo, come on, you's a f***ed up dude for doing that to me, man. You broke my heart with that, man. Come on, bro. You know how many do say that to me, like, but she did, girl. Truly, we grew up with her through the lens of a camera. Didn't have much, but dad said I'm having us. Shorty was a joint, hit my case and point me and Pac, Miller. In the trailer, both of us did a scheme of how to nail her. First movie about to come out in the theater. Pleasure principal, but to the makeup truck. So ill, I gave her my code. We kissed, I took her control. We swapped as all the film roll. Mm, a marathon. We kept this good thing gone. Sunset, the moon, it came on. In my mind, it would prolong. Listen, the scene was dead, but I wanted my own edit. Me and Justice kissing, keep it going to closing credit. A memorable summer in 92 out in Cali. When I got back up top, my new asked about the bag. And did I smash her madly? To that, I had to answer. Negative, but I'd give anything to be her dancer. A captivating lady. I used to be her baby. Good times, they never faded. Look back and celebrate poetic justice. Assume the die. 
right here on the Fuse Box Radio.
all my goons around, playing their position. A lot of smiles, a lot of hugs from fake cats. Real contradiction. These nosy ass niggas be fishing. Cigarette smoke, clouds, dressing room, kitchen. 20 bottles of water, throat nutrition. 100 pound dumbbells, frame transition. Hard body in the gym, no drugs, no physician. I see a lot of ice grills on caps with my kill. Headed to the stage, whack with no mic skills, fruition. I set it back on industry shakedown edition. Now look where the game at, you didn't listen. Fans got jerked, they favorite rappers won't work. And all these new niggas is doing renditions. I walk into a room and it's quiet, listen. All that thug ambitions, missing. Here come the goon with the gun, suspicion. A nod to the tough guys, the room partition. Fake to the left, real to the right. The bumpy down the middle with the motherfucking mic. Yo, I'ma be back, I'ma be back. But I gotta go and spit this rap. Come on, I'ma be back, I'ma be back. But I gotta go and spit this rap. What up? I'ma be back, I'ma be back. But I gotta go and spit this rap. I'ma be back, I'ma be back. But I gotta go and spit this rap. It's the new old school, the new old school. Yo, it's the new old school, the new old school. Yo, it's the new old school, the new old school. Era, Welcome, it's the new old school, the new old school. Yo, it's the new old school, the new old school. It's the new old school, the new old school. Era, tell him, Bumpy said it.
never take it away Need it like it every day Something like
dad said they'd come. Said it my whole life. He said, we ain't alone. He said, one day we'd find them or they'd find us. You know what else he said? He said, I hope I ain't around when that day comes. We right here, we right here, motherfucker, right here, the tight square. We right here, we right here, we ain't going nowhere. No fear, no cares. Right here, motherfucker, right here. Like years ahead of my dear. Fly year, we ain't going nowhere. And this real motherfucker right here. We gon' do just what the B says right here. No email verses, motherfucker. That we keeping in all the dirt since you claim to be a native and you run whatever ten. You know what I bring got it. Your main man. The key to a collab is that it's a grab off the rip. The first one on the trip, I'm the lead. Will tell, turn me up, let the heart kick bleed. Cause we got it in the air. Driven by the snare in the empire. Been fight. Tell the quiet, sing that. Yes, we can't bring back. So we move forward. Three kings, you saw it right here. This shit's straight bars. You looking through the gates of ours. It's more than money and cars. Some people's funny and stuff. Low class, no E. Pass sometimes we fast, but we can't be left. We right here, motherfucker, right here. A tight square. We right here. We right here. We ain't going nowhere. No fear. No cares. Right here, motherfucker, right here. Like years ahead of my dear. Fly year. We ain't going nowhere. And this real motherfucker right here. Now, the dress, the motherfucking triumphant. Forced to pass the box so that you come with. This girl gon' come up to me. Said, bro, you strange. You all intelligent. Change your name into brains. It happens all the time. Press that face on the glass, just see me shine, acetate me rhyme, world has a nice word, good placement with statements, animate birds, huh, you spit that shit for naught, candy styles are getting licked like dog balls in Central Park, my verbals cause it's far, by merely existing, you're a douchebag, you only can flow and you twist it, I rap my rhymes in them old school black and white, composition books, iPhone rappers be shook, <laughs> cause they don't have an app for you dummies talk shit, and your ass can smack, we right here, we right here motherfucker, right here, a tight square, we right here, we right here, we ain't going nowhere No fear, no cares Right here, motherfucker, right here Light years ahead of my dear Fly year, we ain't going nowhere And this real motherfucker right here Stepping in the brothers bowling on the court Smell the lot off the door, getting money is a sport Light a port, give a nod to my niggas on the floor Keep the stranger in the jewels, I'll probably wind up for the short yo, even in the daytime, I flow like Corona Go ahead, play yourself, motherfucker Be a donor from here to California Love is love in my league. They only love you as a flower and here I am a seed. What you gonna do but bleed? When I pull you underground, hit you with a pound of rounds, fuck around. Find a sound from New York to the town that explains what you're feeling. We nice. Swing us to bring it, baby boy. East Coast. Three dice. Trip any number for a slice of the wonder. Under any light post, I'm lightning the thunder. Coming out the sprinkler, rinsing off the thin. We're up in bed in your face, don't forget the syringe. We right here. We right here, motherfucker. Right here. A tight square. We right here. We right here. We ain't going nowhere. No fear, no cares Right here, motherfucker, right here Like years ahead of my dear Fly year, we ain't going nowhere And this real motherfucker right here If there is intelligent life out there and they come here It's gonna be like Columbus and the Indians Only we're the Indians Ladies and gentlemen, please prepare to bear witness to the making of history Start transmission
Box Radio.
Jukebox Radio. Right here on the Fuse Box Radio.
Nappy Jan is in the building.
right here on the Fuse Box Radio.
right here on the Fuse Box Radio.
yo, the nappy grand is in the building. Good night.